0: Hugh Hefner, a true American icon Created an empire that was unrivaled Although some of his bunnies may have gone rogue It's because of the love and respect That we received from the man behind it all The Rogue Bunny's mission is simple 100 playmates taking control of their valuable IP While honoring Hef's iconic playboy style And bringing that experience to our collectors Like only we know how Because after all, we did learn from the best. Relive the stories from the most prominent celebrity home in history. From those of us that lived it. The employees that worked it. And the guests who loved it. And
1: the mayhem continues. Welcome to another episode of Road Bunny's Mayhem. I'm one of your hosts today, Scott Ramsey, here with Brian Olea and Victoria Fuller, who's going to introduce a very exciting guest today, Victoria.
0: Yep, two guests, actually. So today, I'm so excited to finally get him on our podcast, Nifty Vicious from NFA and also Hype.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What's up, Nifty?
2: What's cracking, you guys? So good to be here. Excited, excited. Good to see everybody.
0: So, for my, for my other teammates here that don't know, um, Nifty, is uh, he's the founder of NFA, which um, I'm going to have you explain what NFA is for our newbies that are going to be listening. Tell us a bit about it. It's very exciting. And Rogue Bunnies is a part of it, by the way.
2: Yeah, Rogue Bunnies is definitely a project partner in, in Hype, who we'll get to in a little bit. He's a, he's a project partner, and we're working on a lot of stuff together. So, I started NFA about two and a half years ago with my two partners, Diane and Ronnie stands for non-fungible art. We focused mainly originally on, the brand was created to connect web two to web three. So initially when we got into, got into NFTs and I saw what was happening with these PFPs, I was like really excited because it reminded me of toys and I've been a toy manufacturer for you know close to 30 years. So out the gate, we started to acquire fine art uh, and work with photographers. And we, we've amassed a $1.2 billion art collection that we were creating NFTs as a you know certificate of authentication back to the physical paintings. We also um, working with a lot of uh, famous photographers. And then I took a lot of IP that I created as toys to recreate them as NFTs and, and 3D digital collectible toys. So that was a real main focus um, as the market kind of shifted. We ended up um, building out this project partner program, which I, I kind of believe I was the first person to kind of coin that phrase in the, in the space. Uh, and we've amassed over 100 project partners. As a result of what we were doing, we ended up building out a place in Vegas that's, that's in construction now called Nifty's Compound. It's really the what we believe is going to be the mecca of Web3 uh, and, again, a place to connect people from Web2 to Web3. So that's kind of a little overview about it.
0: That's so exciting. Um, I can't wait for this. Far. I mean, Vegas is where everything is starting to get back to. And I keep telling people, I think I'm going to go live in Vegas because uh, it seems like there's going to be a lot of opportunity there.
2: You're going to come there to live with me. I have a feeling like you're coming there to stay with me for some reason. <laughs> I think it's going to be a to live <in> the compound. <laughs> That's some alpha there that nobody knows about. but. Uh
0: probably be living at the compound so for, for those of you who don't know i've known nifty i know him as a different name but i've known nifty we met each other a couple of years ago before either one of us were in nfts and we both kind of were talking and we're like i think we're gonna do this and i'm gonna do this nft thing he's like yeah me too so then we kind of came back around to uh we've kept in touch but we came back around and started uh wanting to collaborate and do stuff just in the last couple months so yeah it's it came full circle again that's so really kind of funny yeah. We're back and we are back and we both have actual NFT projects
2: now. <laughs> yeah, we we actually we met during the pandemic. And by the way, my name is Sid, like everybody knows who I am. I just I changed my name to Nifty Vicious for Web3, but it's Sydney, Richland. And you know, obviously my nickname was Sydney Vicious. Came in NFTs. I just changed up to Nifty Vicious, so it just made sense. But yeah, I'm I'm real excited about, you know, where NFTs are going, where the industry is going. And how you know I can help make an impact, hopefully in the space.
3: Now you were saying earlier that you uh you actually were in the toy manufacturing business, correct? Yeah. Now, now I think I think uh Victoria mentioned to me you did you did the Homies. I'm doing well. The Homies was a brand that came out in '98. Yes. And I, I was a huge
2: fanboy. And then in 1999, 2000, uh, when I was working with Snoop on his toy line, one of my distributors was David's partner, the guy who
3: created the Homies, and actually have a couple.
0: That's of- so
3: cool. When I used to have an office at the Playboy Mansion, we had uh, Mondo, Mondo, who worked in the maintenance department. And he came in and he brought me in this little homie and he goes, hey, Brian, this looks like you. And it had like the little shades. And that's back when I had my hair cut and I was doing the whole like rockabilly hair, Elvis thing and everything. Nice. So I had that sit. And then it became a thing where we'd start collecting these and I'd have a whole row of these up in my desk. And I was just telling Victoria, I'm like, oh my god, I got to go through my freaking yeah. boxes of stuff that I packed up once we packed out of there. Yeah, it's crazy.
2: You know, one of our one of our uh, people in our community who minted a character called Down Clown hit me up. He's like, I really want to get the little homie. They're 150 dollars right for that piece. So wow. they've definitely gone up in value. I mean, they're one of the. I think it's one of the biggest underground toys of all time. They sold between 120 and 150 million of those toys.
0: Wow.
3: Which
2: is which is crazy, mainly in vending machines. And I, I know just to kind of give you the impact and how people didn't know what was happening, I went to go meet with Target in person to present them my toy line. And I brought the homies thinking, this is a slam dunk. Like, I'm going to sell millions of homies at Target. And the lady's like, we would never carry this in our store. And I'm like, really? I said, have you been to the front of your store? Because in, in Target back in the day, they had a whole wall of vending machines, of these capsule machines. And I'm like, you sell the homies in those capsule machines and they're selling millions of pieces at Target. She had no clue. Wow. They never looked at that because those were all vendors that own that real estate. And, and, you know, back then, you know, I was doing Snoop and I was doing a lot of toys that weren't necessarily mainstream type of toys. Now go to Target, you know, Snoop has a number one wine in Target. Right. So they would take Snoop in a second right now and sell his products in there. But over like 20 years ago, it wasn't something that they were accustomed to kind of carrying there. That was a big thing for me when I decided to jump in Web3 and and I was working on all this stuff was to be able to do these digital collectible toys. And of course, the first thing I thought of was the homies. And, you know, I remember going to sitting with David for the first time to explain to him what NFT is. And he was like, look, I don't really understand it, but I, I'm, my son, who's Anthony, who's who sculpted and has been working with me on the line, loves the idea and wants to work with you on it. And he's like, I'm going to entrust you with the brand and let you run with it. And, it, and I think it's a lot of it had to do with our 20 year history together. And I, I'm you know so grateful and thankful that he gave me that opportunity. And you know we just minted out our first collection three weeks ago and getting ready to do our next one. You had,
0: and you had a sellout mint, right?
2: We had a sellout mint in about under an hour.
0: Congrats.
2: Yeah, we we're really stoked. I mean, it was a small collection. Uh, we're still sitting at about 0. 0.6 ETH. I don't know exactly, but it's like like around $1,000, yep. which is kind of cool. They're all one of ones. They're all the original artwork that David created. They're PFPs and, and they represent the first 12 collections of toys he created. So it's about 277 characters, including a uh, honorary Snoop that he designed back in 2002. Which was really cool. So he made Snoop a homie in two thousand two, and then I uh, I added to the collection and I minted it for Snoop. So
3: it's uh, it's pretty fun, dude. You freaking built toys for a living, and now a whole new metaverse world is just opening up. I'm excited. But hype, you guys have a collaboration. I know we want to talk about Snoop, but I want to hear about how your collaboration, how you guys got connected. When we
2: when we look at project partners, we really look for people that have vision and integrity. And when I when I heard what hype was up to. I heard him in the space of talking about his project and he had this amazing passion for what he was up to. And when we actually met in person at my offices and he wrote down, what he wanted to do with this project? And he said the magic words that got me excited. I'm building a brand. Uh-huh. I think that people forget about that in Web3. Projects should be a brand. It shouldn't be just putting out art. So when, when I sat with him and he's like, look, this is what I'm doing, this is my vision. And it wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna put up this NFT and I'm gonna make up this fake thing. He had a real idea of what he wanted to do, so I, I would love for Hype to kind of talk about what he's been up to, and uh, you know, he and I have become great friends, and we're collaborating on a lot of things, and I think we're going to be working together on on things for a long time to come. So I'd, I'd love to hear Hype kind of talk about it.
4: Yeah, for sure, and I appreciate everybody here today having us on, and, and myself specifically. Yeah, Sid and I met back in January in real life, and we 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 hit it off really great. I mean, obviously as a project partner, we get things. Um, Added his value to be a partner of NFA, but you know to actually meet it in real life and and sit in the office and actually immerse around the toys and and talk about brands. You know that's where we really are coming from. Myself, uh, my partner, we started our project back in September, socializing it to the Web three space. Uh, we knew coming in that we were building a brand based off of this idea around a children based story that could be immersed by the community that would get involved. And so through the latter part of last year, we, we started off our first Mint. It was called Bubble Gun Gang. And again, it was, it was focused on children. But we wanted to tie in, again, story that really could immerse kids and their parents. And through that, we, we looked at the idea around the artwork, where this could really go in real life in terms of the translatability to branding, to toys, to clothing, to merch. And really, our focus is entertainment. You know, Myself and my partner have really been focusing on building this brand and the foundation of this brand and working with some of the people that we um, know in Hollywood to bring this really from a web three environment to web two, kind of like what Sid said earlier about bringing web two to web three. We're trying to bring kind of the web three to web two aspect. So it's almost the reverse, but almost the same intent. And so, um, but yeah, we've definitely become great friends over time. I lean on him for obviously a lot of advice when it comes to, you know, what he knows obviously from the industry for being in it for so many years. And uh, like, like Sid said, we're looking forward to working many, many years together on a lot of things that we have, Cooking in in the oven. So 100%.
2: Awesome. Yeah. I mean, listen, Hype Hype has a wealth of knowledge. A lot of people try to, they don't want to bring you into their circle. They don't want to give you any kind of expertise outside of what you think you know. And, And Hype always was like, look, there's gold over there. Let me show you what's happening over here. And he's been really instrumental in educating me in a lot of things that I had no idea about. Yeah. It's awesome to have that kind of collaborative spirit between us. Because there's no competition. It's like, hey brother, how do we do this together? And that's what I love. That's that makes it exciting and fun for me.
4: Yeah. And honestly, just to kind of add to that, to me, one of the biggest things coming into Web3, like, so my a little bit of my backstory, like Sid, you know, I came into NFTs back in February of twenty twenty one. Ironically, I came through just like you guys meeting through COVID, I actually came into the space through Clubhouse. I don't know if you guys remember Clubhouse. Yep. I joined Clubhouse in February of twenty twenty one. And one of the very first rooms I walked into, ironically enough, and I don't hear much of her today, was Lindsay Lohan, Gary Vee, the former CEO of, I believe, Verizon or T-Mobile, and Snoop Dogg, and they were in this space talking about digital assets. And I'm thinking, okay, first of all, they're talking about art, which is fine, but they're saying putting digital assets on the blockchain. And in my head, for most people, that how do you that doesn't compute? How do you put art onto some optic fiber in a computer? On a bitcoin or a cryptocurrency so to me it was just like this is very interesting but at the same time it makes no sense so i got very heavily dived into this idea around what they were talking about for many many months in the clubhouse environment then they shifted obviously that mindset towards twitter spaces and discord and i, I didn't take my first leap into actually buying an NFT until november of 2021 and through that time period till probably i'd say about a month before i kicked off my project as a holder, was getting into a lot of these projects where a lot of rugs were happening. When I say rugs, I mean like the founders were abandoning their projects, or they were taking the money and leaving. And I was done with that. I was done with the idea of like people getting taken advantage of. And because I had the, the creativity and the mindset to do stuff, and I've made a lot of relationships with people in the space, I said this is time to for, for me to take my value and what I can do and build and add to the space, not take away from it. So. I'm about innovation. I'm about creativity. I'm about growing. And like Sid said, I'm about partnerships. The the pie is big enough. The table is big enough. And so why not build this bigger for everybody to be a part of?
1: Very cool. We're coming up against a a quick break here. We're going to come right back with hype, nifty, vicious. This is Rogue Bunny's Mayhem.
0: This is Jennifer Pershing, Miss March 2009 and Series 1 Rogue Bunny. Did you hear the good news? Series 2 trading card packs sold out. So we asked our community VIPs, should we re-release Series 1 packs to keep the momentum going? Of course they said yes. So if you're new to our project or still looking for a VIP card, which gives you instant access to our in-real-life events, head over to RogueBunnies.com and start collecting. Maybe we'll be seeing you in Vegas soon. Welcome to the Metaverse! Hi, I'm Raquel Pomploon, Playmate of the Year 2013, and come find me at RogueBunnies.com.
3: You had mentioned something hype uh, about stories that can actually be, Mm -hmm. I guess, for both the child and the parent. And I like the idea that you know you're getting the parents involved with what the kids are are doing, listening to. Like, what kind of stories are you talking about?
4: I pay homage when we built up the story for this project. A lot of us here probably of that ilk, so we know. I built a storyline around the Goonies specifically. Oh, okay. Yeah, so a little bit of the Goonies, where these kids went on an adventure a little bit of breakfast club based on the the diversity of these kids that were the main five of the story. And then I also took some current aspects like, you know, with Harry Potter and the different factions and with stranger things and this live action mystery of, of kids going missing and this and that. So I took all that and put it together into one story piece. And then I also took that and in the web three space, I took the opportunity to do mechanics like background changes so there's actually changes in the background of the PFPs to tie to the story. The kids, there's five main characters. They're all of different ethnicities. Um, there's two females and there's three males. The main character goes missing, who's female. I want to really be able to take this as an opportunity to take it from real life and experience it through these children through the story. And you know, we we definitely did that because we, you know, we have an African American girl, we have an Asian Asian girl, we have two brothers. Uh, one's a jock, one's a nerd. And then we have one other um, Hispanic boy who is actually the, the cool kid. So we really wanted to tie this into real life where there was diversity and you can almost uh, relate to those kids. Cool.
0: So tell us about the Gojo doll, because that's pretty cool.
4: Yeah. So,
2: you know, back in the day I created when the whole vinyl scene kind of changed around, I started a company called Super Rad Toys. This was a, a traditional Japanese doll called a Nino doll or Gojo. And when you would visit the Temple of Kyoto, they would have an artisan create and paint one for you and it would be gifted to you. And it was said to bring you good luck and fortune into your house. So when I saw that in my family's collection, I'm like, I want to turn that into the next platform toy. like They were doing a kid robot with the money and the dunny uh, with Tristan Eaton. So I created the Go Show. We had about 500 different artists create different versions of them. And each one of them came packaged. The artist would create the boxing behind it. Even Victoria did a one-on-one. So this is, we would have a lot of people who would, who would buy the blank ones and even buy, if they couldn't get a blank one, they'd buy duplicates of some of the other ones and actually paint over them and create their own their own character. I, I, t- I took this toy. I developed a project called Crypto Go Show, which we have not launched yet. And I spent about 12 months building out an app that is you basically can go on the app upload your artwork in real time to the doll so you get a template you can you can design it
0: it's very cool you can
2: put it in your room in AR you can walk around it as an artist and see what it looks like and then it gets submitted to us and then uploaded into us and we we mint it into our project so we're planning on that that go show project to be the largest community driven project we want to have a million people worldwide create a go show free app free to upload the whole project is a charity project, so we'll be using those funds to help kids. Oh, I love that, man. Yeah, basically, I started a charity called Social Change Through Art, and the idea was to get kids supplies and get art back in schools, but at least get them the ability to create and use use their hands and use their brains and stuff in something a little bit more creative than just being on their phone.
0: That's awesome.
1: Nifty, people people want to learn more about that. Where can they go?
2: We have not announced it yet. I mean, if you went online and you looked up Super Rad Toys, uh, go Show, G-O-S-H-O, uh, you would definitely find them. There's a lot of them up there. As far as the project, if you go to our website, nonfungibleart.io, and you go to our projects, you'll see a little image of it showing what it looks like when it gets mocked up. But I'm going to launch that uh, in late 2023 or early 2024.
0: Awesome. All right. Show us. The, show us the snoop.
2: I created the whole look and feel for the for the toy with Snoop. I had to come up with the idea and like kind of the bible of who the character was. And, and originally, when I had him drawn, I had him with a little whiskey glass with some uh, with the rocks. You know, something that I'm really proud of is just you know our packaging because as a total toy nerd, I, I always want to do packaging that people can keep, um, not have to take it apart. And I always do my back open. Oh, that's cool! Yeah. This way you can, you can look at the toy from all angles and not have to take it out of the box, which is something that I've always, you know, I always, I'm like, why can't I see the whole toy? And that's something that I started doing like 20 years ago. That's smart.
0: Wait, when, where can you find those toys right now?
2: There's very few left. If you can get them, you can get them online at Vital Toys. There's only a handful left, but uh, you can go to vitaltoys.io and you might be able to go to, um snoop store if you just search uh dr bombay toy you can find it
3: okay if
2: not they're on ebay i'm sure for a thousand bucks at this point or whatever
4: damn mine are never gonna sell mine are gonna be with me forever there you go you guys have like an entire room dedicated to toys
2: you know it's funny before nfts i had kind of given up on toys you know i I had gone through three toy companies i built um my last one my partner was not a good guy and so i kind of like lost that loving feeling. And everything has been in storage. And then it was, if it wasn't for NFTs, NFTs was my rebirth. It really kind of brought excitement back into my life. I've been building business forever with my partners, and we have a lot of different things we're involved in. But once I got NFTs, my whole office is toys. It's like I look around, and it's like everywhere. It's like even the Snoop Dogg cereal that's coming out right now, I designed a whole plush line for them, and we're working on all these things. I got my homies, and I got... I mean everywhere I look is toys. It's it's awesome.
0: That's so cool.
2: It's
3: like I'm a big I'm a big kid. Are you going to be making uh different rogue bunny toys? 100%. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to get into what those are going to be like, but for sure.
2: <laughs> I think we talked about like early on yeah. like even, before, even before Rogue Bunny started.
4: Yeah. Are we talking like the anime style ones, you know the the anime style with like the bunny ears and stuff or The
0: one well it would be off of the uh ordinal drop that we're going to do and be based off that, that, that yeah
4: order. okay, so okay. kind of similar yeah nice that's amazing no i was gonna to say to sid actually the reason why i'm so passionate about toys actually it's it's i'm saying as Sid. like obviously as a manufacturer and a toy collector but for me i've been in toys for as long as i can think and i started collecting the dunnies and the monies back in the 90s and early 2000s and you know even the little six inch four inch three inch stuff and to be honest, NFTs have brought me back to my, my my days of like loving toys again. It's it's weird. It's it's translatable, but it's true. Like you you start off as an artist or somebody that loves art, and for those that are truly diehards of NFTs, that's what it's about. It's about the art. It's about the collectability. It's about even toys. That's why I'm here, and that's what I'm hoping to inspire people with that come into our communities. Is that come in first with the idea of like collectability and fun. Yeah, it's about money. We all know that. It's it's about making money as well. But it's really what Sid just mentioned, like the fun of it and getting back into the spirit of it.
0: Awesome. It totally. Look, I can't, I'm
4: looking to do bubblegum gang toys or robots. And yeah, I was telling people because a lot of
2: people come to me and say, hey, I want to do a toy for my project. And it's always too late. Once the project comes out, you know, the people in the community, even if though they're diehard fans, they're not going to spend the money on buying another toy. So I always said if if the meta in the space had been 2 years ago that every project came out with a toy this would be a 10 trillion dollar business by now because you would know you would get this beautiful collectible with the with your NFT even if you didn't want it you could sell it on the secondary market because you have that that eBay out there and I think I think the landscape would be a lot different today yeah you know it may still have gone into a bear market but I think that people would be able to recover money and actually have something that they can look at physically touch and feel whereas when people kind of got the vibe like okay well it's a digital piece of art and that's all it is and you have to explain to them it's a lot more than that right it's 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 brand building it's utility it's community it's a lot more but if you could actually touch it like we always say like one of the things that we're doing at nifty's compound is you got to touch it taste it see it feel it to understand web3 and that's the thing that it's hard to do in in a pfp right? And that's what we're going to do at our venue is so that when people come in, they can they can have all their senses, feel what we feel, like the people who are passionate about what we're doing. And and I'm hoping that that will kind of translate to more people coming in uh, into the space because it is an exciting space. And beyond just PFPs and art and all this, the, the blockchain technology that's being built out now is going to become part of everybody's daily life, even whether they know it or not yet. It's going to be something that Everybody's going to have to just find at some point be like, OK, I have to have a wall or I'm going to be I'm going to get my fa- I'm going to get my medical records off the blockchain. I'm going to get my insurance stuff off the blockchain. Everything will be in the blockchain. Yep. And so it's just going to take a little bit more time to get there. We just found a way to use it out the gate that's kind of unique and different, but it's going to it's going gonna, it's gonna to morph and change for sure. Even just what Starbucks is doing or. Having it as a token gating to get to an event or one of Victoria's events that she's doing with Rogue Bunnies, have your NFT and that gets you access. That's like having a ticket to go to a concert,
3: but now you have a ticket to go to an event. So it's exciting.
0: It is exciting.
3: Nifty hype, man! I'm telling you, I'm so stoked that you guys came on with us. I know we could go on and on and on, and I definitely want to invite you guys back. I hope you'll come back with us. I'm hoping we all get in the studio together. So what I'd love to do. That would be rad. And uh, yeah, I would. I would love to. I'd love
2: to do. uh, ordinal space with you guys, with me and Hype and let Hype yeah. tell everybody about ordinals and what he's doing over there. I know Victoria is going to be doing something on ordinals with Hype and our team and stuff. So I can't wait for us to kind of take a deeper dive into that world too with you
3: guys. Oh, that'll be a blast. So again, uh, Scott asked earlier, how does everyone like follow you guys to get involved to see which, you know.
0: Yeah, Give us your, give us your Twitter handle on both of you guys where we can find you,
4: your socials.
3: Go for it, Hype.
4: Yeah, for me, I mean, my personal account, you can find me is uh, more than hype. So M-O-R-E-T-H-E-N-H-Y-P-E. Or you can find us on my main account with my project at World of Tings. So W-O-R-L-D-O-F-T-I-N-G-S, Tings, World of Tings. World of
2: Tings, yo. What
4: about you,
0: Nifty?
2: Yeah, you can get me at NFA underscore Inc. You can get me at Sydney Richland, at Sydney Richland. Uh, or at CryptoHomies underscore. That's the main places you can get me on Twitter and stuff.
0: And you can find me at NFT Bunny on Twitter.
3: Oh, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's following that. One, let's be real. <laughs> well,
1: okay. well,
3: thank you, guys. I really appreciate you. Um, I'm Brian Oleg. Follow me on Instagram at RealMrMayhem.
1: I'm Scott Ramsey. Thank you
3: again. And the well, Mayhem man- continues.
1: Hey Mayhem Familia, don't forget to click like and subscribe and tell all your friends. Also, visit us at rbmayhemshow.com. That's rbmayhem, mayhem spelled M A Y H E M, show.com.
0: And I want to give a special thanks to Dapper Labs, Flow Gig Labs, and also Flow Score. And the mayhem continues.